There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know, you guys, the kids, they love that Billie Eilish. My kids call her Billie Eilish, uh, but she's a new singer. People people really like her her work. The kids love her. Why are we talking about Billie Eilish? Well, because Eilash. she's got a really weird fear. Okay. And uh, I thought, you know, let's hear what her fear is, and then let's ask people what theirs are on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And I know people have irrational fears. I have mm. one. You probably have one. Women. Everybody has one. Cute. Bradley Trainer. No. Fears women. Um, but the reason I was thinking about irrational fears today is because uh, Billboard did a profile of Billie Eilish. And again, the kids love the Billie Eilish, or as my kids call her, Billie Eilish. I mean, you literally just said that 10 seconds ago. I thought maybe new friends would like to hear it. She said <laughs> of her fear the following. And I understand being afraid the people you love are going to yeah, die. Yeah, but that's I just like, it. it's hilarious that you're having like this lighthearted interview and you're like, I'm sad that the people I love most in my life are going to die. And then she takes a sharp left and is like. And whales are also kind of creepy. That sound, you can't even tell me that sound they make isn't weird. Whoa. So I thought, well, you know what, though? I don't want to make fun of it because everybody <laughs> has some sort of strange, irrational fear. Oh, I do. I have several. Yeah. See? I know some of yours. 651-641-1071. Bradley, would you like to share one of your irrational fears? Knives. I just had it last night. I was at dinner and they gave me this knife that looked like a scalpel. And I was like, I am. This is not good for me. I, I do not want to use this. Bradley Trainer is afraid of knives, yeah. which makes it really difficult to be in the kitchen. And I cook with all Bradley. of our food with right. knives. Mm hmm. And you're just afraid they're just going to come out with a mind of their own. Well, and uh, that I'm going to cut something off. And I think about it as I'm cutting. I'm like, oh, you could cut your hand off. Okay. Don't you do that? No. Everybody does that. Holly, you've done that. Not really. You are lying to me right now. No, actually, I don't think any Open of Open the are. phones. Uh, well, you know what? They're busy with people who have their own fears. Let's counsel them. Okay. Let's go to Molly. Hello, Molly. Hi. Molly, what's your weird, irrational fear? Oh, man. Okay. My real irrational fear is I am terrified of Vaseline. Vaseline? Yes. He, <laughs> I sense the judgment. No, sorry. That was oh, surprise. No that was judgment. surprise. I, I wasn't it's expecting so weird. that. It's okay. so weird. I know. Okay. So what, if I may just pick at this for a little bit. Well, don't pick at it too much because then true. you'll need some Vaseline. That's true. What is it? Gross. What are you afraid it's going to do to you? Okay, so it's all clear and stuff when you take it out of the jar, but like when you look at the jar itself, it's like yellow and it's in mass clumps. And 
It is. It's so gross. And, like, people put it all over their body, and it, oh, it's, like, greasy, but it's not, and it, nope. No, keep it away. Keep it away from Molly. Molly's afraid of Vaseline. I am so confused. Have you been uh, afraid of Vaseline your whole life? Uh, I think so. I don't think I had any, like, traumatic, like, moments with it, but, like, ever since, like, I don't, and then friends in college would, like, try to test me with it, and I would, like, claw at doors to get away. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, I'm, ter- and so I can't use any of the, like, the Vaseline products either, because, um, it, it just reminds you. Vaseline in there. That's oh, insane. Molly, that is no. It's not insane. I don't oh, want to judge not her. Not in a bad way. I, you know, it's like, just like it's it's fun, insane. Yeah, no, yeah. totally. It's Molly, <laughs> no judgment. Thank you very much for calling. A bit of judgment. Uh, let's go to our next caller, Fatima. <laughs> uh, are you? What are you afraid of? Hello, Fatima. Yeah, oh, I'm here. <laughs> what are you afraid of? What's your weird, irrational fear? It's witnessing like a plane fall out the sky. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like plop, fly, fall out of the sky. Like just fall out of the sky, just crash right in front of me. Okay. Have you always Has that had this happened fear? before? <laughs> I hope it will never happen. <laughs> that never happened. But I think it came from when I used to watch that show, Why Planes Crash. Oh yeah, oh. that'll do it. Mm-hmm. So um, I just have that fear. It's weird. It does not like stop me from you know doing any of my daily activities, but it's just weird that yeah. sometimes I just think of it. Do you think of it like whenever you see an airplane? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, you know, that's, Thanks, I am not, you know, uh, I don't think that's totally strange. I've had that thought several times when you see a plane, you're like, what if that just fell out of the sky? I don't have that thought when I see an airplane in the sky. I think of it when I'm on an airplane. Oh, that's a like whole different maybe this fear. time is going to be the time. I do that think it of that. Like I'm 30,000 feet in a tin can and this could just explode and I would never know that it exploded. Okay, so that's sorry. a good thing. Apologies for anybody who's going on a flight anytime soon and we've just. Ruined that experience for you. Let's go to Martina. Bye. Hello, Martina. Hello. Martina, what is your weird, irrational fear? I It's people poisoning me. So if you give me food, I am convinced you're going to poison me. Wow. More importantly, powdered sugar. Okay. Because of flowers in the attic. Okay. What? I can't say Please I Please translate all of those that. things. Okay. Have you ever seen flowers in the no. attic? No. I haven't. Don't. Um, but the grandma puts powdered sugar on the cookies or the brownies and then kills everybody. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Wasn't, wasn't this like a book that like kids read? Yeah. yeah. That's horrible. Martina. The grandma kills everybody. Can with I just ask powdered sugar. quickly Great. also, she's afraid of people poisoning her. Martina, have you upset a lot of people in your life? <laughs> I hope not. I'm still here. So. Yeah, okay, so nobody's poisoning you. Yeah. Good, we're good. Well, then. And I did have a boyfriend. His fear was cotton balls. Mm. Oh, I've heard that one. Putting them in your yeah. mouth. Ugh. Well, who's yeah. doing that? Just Martina, like, thank you very much Putting your, your tongue call. on things. Do you have those irrational fears about tongue touches? <laughs> no <laughs> touches like, like, like what? touching your tongue to wood. No, no, because I Ooh. I generally am in pretty you know, good like control a, of my tongue. Yeah, but it just okay. There's don't a, you get the tingles when you touch? Like the thought of like putting cotton on your tongue or or wood on your tongue. I don't like cotton. Even touching cotton. I don't like or, to touch cotton. 
like it's gross. fabric or no, c- cotton no, balls. balls. Oh, uh, oh yeah. There's a whole episode of Maury where they like, put a yeah. person taped up. <laughs> yes, like chewing on yes. cotton yes. balls would it's be terrible. torture. Oh, oh, I'm gonna find that clip and I'm gonna share it with y'all. Sounds oh. like fun. Uh, okay, you know what? Let's quickly get to Amy and then Desiree, so uh, so that we can hear what their irrational fears are. Hi, Amy. What's your irrational fear? Hi, I am afraid of rubber bands on the floor. <laughs> rubber bands on what the floor? What are you afraid they're going to do? Well, I think it's just because they remind me of worms, like especially when they're broken. Oh. That really freaks me out, but it didn't start until I started my job, and it's, it's 99% at my job. Okay. Which so, is at the post office. Oh, so oh, you see rubber God. bands on the floor all the time. Can you not they're pick them up? But people tease me like they'll throw them in front of me, and I will like walk like way around it. That's I feel so like rude. you could have some exposure therapy there, though. Thank you, Amy, for your call. Oh, God, I want rubber know bands she, on the ground. Does she pick them up? What does she do? Sounds like she just runs away. Oh. Uh, let's go to Desiree. Uh, finally, Desiree. Hi, Desiree. What's your weird irrational fear? Pizza cut in squares. Really? What? Explain yes. that. I just always, I mean, I guess you can call me pizza consumer or whatever, but I can't stand it. Even this Christmas, my mom ordered pizza, and she knows that the whole square thing, and she, she said she had it all figured out, but she was just going to cut each square into triangles, and I really had a panic attack and started crying. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Thank ha- you. Ha- has it been that way your whole life? As long as I can remember, I refuse to eat pizza cut in squares. When I call and I order a thin crust, I will let them know. That it's the fear is a phobia. I will let them know I will return that. I will apologize ahead of time, but they need to have it cut in triangles. Oh, wow. oh my gosh, so Desiree. Thank you for your call. That is, Pizza cut in that squares. That is really interesting. You know, I have never heard of that. You know what that just did for me? What? Made me feel not so weird. Are you saying they're weird? No, I'm just saying I, my irrational fear is of wind turbines, and those were all kind of. Similar. Yeah, you're saying you're normal and they're not. No, I'm saying we're all normal. I'm saying that just made me feel like I'm not all by myself in, you know, irrational Weirdo fear Island. town. Yeah. yeah, be sure to check out the Maury show clip that I just sent to you, Colleen, of Thanks. the Cotton Ball Man. Can't wait to watch Cotton that. Cotton Ball Man! <laughs> when we come back, we've got Paul McGuire Grimes in studio. I am not afraid of him. He is from Paul's trip to the movies and he's going to tell us what to watch this weekend on My Talk 1071. From Paul's trip to the movies is here with us on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Hey girl. And um Paul McGuire Grimes is here to tell us what we should be watching this weekend. You know, there are so many movies opening in theaters this weekend, and there are a ton of new streaming options. Right? So I kind of came with a mixed bag today. I love it. So let's start off in the theater. Okay. There's okay. a new movie called The Hustle. Bradley. We actually don't hear that in the movie. Bradley likes to provide that interlude whenever we mention it. I mean, twice I've I've done it. Is it actually about... The Hustle. The Hustle? It's not. Okay. It's actually about two con artists. Ooh, fun. So Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson play two con artists in the French Riviera who kind of have very different... Um, ways of conning men. So they like to con men who have wronged women. Mm-hmm. And Anne is very much the like classy, put together type. And then Rebel Wilson is her usual like physical comedy, mm-hmm. boisterous type. And they decide to kind of pair up together to con a young app developer, kind of a Mark Zuckerberg type. Mm, okay. So if you're thinking so that like sounds a young, very familiar, sort of. 
Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Lady Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yes, it is a lady. It's a gender swap Dirty mm-hmm. Rotten Scoundrels. To the point where like it's you'll dirty recognize lady Dirty Lady Scoundrels. <laughs> yep. You'll recognize some familiar names, some plot devices. Like it very much is following that exact plot. Yeah. If you don't know that movie, then I think you'll have a really good time with this. But if you do know that, then you'll movie, know kind of the beats and what's it. Like there, there won't be any tricks up your sleeve, yeah. you know, if you will. Yeah, I think it shows off Anne and Rebel really well. We don't think of Anne Hathaway anymore in the comedic light. We actually don't think of Anne Hathaway anymore. No, in fact, it was it was this movie that uh, reminded me she was still alive because oh, wow, honestly, she's been in incognito for so long, and I, I, it occurred to me, oh, she must have a movie out that. That's why I yes. keep seeing headlines about her. So this explains mm-hmm. it. And, you know, she did Ocean's 8 last summer, which was very funny. And she was kind of the highlight of that movie. And then she did Serenity earlier this year with Matthew McConaughey, which is the worst movie of mm-hmm. the year. Now she's kind of like remembering us that she can do funny. She can do laughs. Yeah. She can make fun of herself. And then Rebel, it, this is a great movie for Rebel Wolf. Rebel Wilson. Hello, talking too fast. Friday. Because it, seriously, um, it gets to show off, like, she can be over the top. She can be what she does really well and make it fit within this movie. Yeah. And then you have, like, some other people in it, like Dean Norris, who people may recognize from Breaking Bad. He has a very small part in it, too. And, um, yeah. So it's light. It's 90, like, two minutes. Mm-hmm. So it goes by pretty quickly. It's fluffy. It's really no brainer escapism. Okay. And how many tickets I'm giving it two and a half out of five i kind of wish it would have been bigger a little bit more elaborate mm-hmm. if you're gonna remake an 80s movie like give it really a little do bit, it a little bit more panache a little bit just bigger and also i just feel like you got to give people more of a reason to come out to a theater than That's just two I'm gals feeling like. being silly right yeah especially like, when you can flip on netflix and watch half a dozen things that are probably equally on yeah. par and there is laughs but i don't think that you need to race out and see it right you can wait for it to be on netflix which yes. brings us to some streaming options. Do you want wine or do you want Zach Efron? I mean, both at all times. Oh, but yeah. let's start with Zach Efron and then finish it with wine. Exactly. So Zach Efron plays Ted Bundy in the new movie, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. So if you're like, I don't, what that, does that the mean? The title is way too much for There's me. too many words. It, figures, it makes sense at the very end of the movie because it's a line that the judge tells Ted Bundy at the end when he's delivering his sentence. Ah, okay. So this movie is not going to be the movie that you think it's going to be or maybe want it to be. We are going in thinking Ted Bundy, true crime, this is going to be grisly and gruesome, and it's not that kind of movie. It's really, in my opinion, two separate movies. The first half is building his relationship that he had with his girlfriend, Liz, played mm-hmm. by Lily Collins, your your boyfriend's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Phil it's Collins. kind of, yeah, it's kind of humanizing him. It's kind of telling her side of the story, if you will. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was like, okay, TikTok a TikTok. Like, what sets Ted Bundy apart? Mm-hmm. What were his crimes? Like, I was going into this warning, the true crime mm-hmm. angle. And then in the second half is really once he gets captured in Florida, finally, and his trial... And how he was his own prosecutor, that that's when the movie gets interesting, because then the writer could, like, take all of the trial transcripts and then flesh out his script Mm -hmm. to then make it interesting. But then it's, like, not all that specific. It, yeah. It sounds kind of disjointed. I did see a couple of animated GIFs of his butt. There are two butt shots. Thank you very much. I will be watching that this weekend. How yes. many? Uh, how many tickets? I'm giving stubs? it three out of five because it is interesting. I was then compelled to learn more about Ted Bundy. I then proceeded to then watch the Ted Bundy tapes after yeah. that, which yeah. is actually directed by the same director as this. I'm like, I would almost say you should watch the Ted Bundy tapes first. 
just to know what you're what like all about him. Yeah. And, and then, then pro- I haven't seen the movie right. yet, but it feels like that's the logical yeah. way to do it. And then it. if you or if you just like maybe can't handle Grizzly and Gruesome. So if you need a primer, if you yeah. want something light to kind of test the waters, then maybe watch this. But no, you're not getting the full picture or the it's the just pit a very specific aspect of him that we haven't considered yet, which is presumably why they wanted to do a movie. Correct. About it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you have 45 seconds for wine. Wine Country. Uh, it's on Netflix um, today. And it's Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, Anna Gassar, loosely inspired by trips that Amy Poehler would take with some of her friends. And they go to Napa because it's Rachel Dratch's character's 50th birthday. And, you know, while it's there, it's, you know, them celebrating being middle-aged, if you want to call it 50. Um, I'm giving it three out of five. Again, it's not overly funny. It's more a reflection on where they're at in life. What have they accomplished? What are they not? And that kind of tension that kind of comes from friends staying together for the weekend. I lines love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Paul McGuire. Thanks for having me. Paul's trip to the movies. Check out the website. He's going to be on Twin Cities Live today. Yes, talking about these movies and a look at the It Chapter 2 trailer. We've got some dumb people doing dumb things on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. But before we get to those dumb people doing dumb things... We got a whole mess of stuff to give away. Mess of something. And the mess is not a sad mess. It's a happy mess. It is a happy mess. We have three Mother's Day gift baskets from Popped Corn and Minnetonka to give away right now. So many great moms in your life to honor this Mother's Day. Popcorn and Minnetonka has just the right delicious and unique gift to let her know you love her. Exactly. And we have three to give away, which means we're yes. giving it away to callers. Number three, number four, and number five at 651-641-1071. Good luck to all of you. And now, with no further ado, it is time for our crazy, stupid idiots. No further ado. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Yeah! Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Florida. Lovely. Where are we going first? We're going kid? to Florida, you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to. Are you okay there? Yeah. Okay. We're going to West Palm Beach, Florida, on a Wednesday night. Doesn't that just sound lovely? That's Weepo. Yeah, Love going Weepo. to the Weepo area of Florida. Um, Weepo Flow. And uh, we're going to meet people who we don't know the name of, but I'm going to tell you about a situation that is so coincidental, it's going to blow your mind, all right? Mm-hmm. So it starts uh, like this. A guy stole a Cadillac in, as you would say, Bradley, we plow. I was just joking. It's West Palm Beach. Fine. West Palm Beach, Florida. <laughs> A guy stole a Cadillac in West Palm Beach, Florida on Wednesday night. And then he was driving it through Cocoa. And then he got stopped. He got pulled over by a cop car. Well, he didn't want to pull over. Mm-hmm. So he tried to flee the scene. Uh-oh. And he fleed the scene right into somebody's house, meaning he oh, crashed no. the car into somebody's that house. That is my nightmare. And he was just inches from a woman who was sleeping on the couch. Oh, She's fine. It's all good. Good. But then he fled on foot. But but now you think, Bradley, mm-hmm. well, the cops were already there, right? Because the cops pulled him over. No. 
Turns out the cops that were trying to pull him over when he fled, mm-hmm. they had stolen a cop car. It wasn't real cops. He what? had been pulled over by a fake, fake cops in a fake in a stolen that cop car. That is the car. most 2019 thing ever. I mean, it's fake like cops chasing criminal cause horrible damage to house. I mean, it's seriously naught. it's it's CSI inception is what it is. Uh, there's so much crazy, stupid idiot happening here. It's hard to say who's the dumber idiot. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the car thief is still on the run. The real police who showed up to the scene after the car thief drove into somebody's house realized that, oh, he'd been pulled over by not a real cop. Mm-hmm. So now they're not only looking for the guy who crashed the car in the first place, but also the fake cop that pulled him over. Mm-hmm. That is so much it's going on. Did the police catch all the people? No, they haven't yet. They're still looking for all of them. All of them? All of them. Somebody's not doing their job. Mm-hmm. There you go. <sighs> so Maybe not so to know. go to West Palm Beach anytime soon. Exactly. That's a dangerous place. We po-flow. Who steals? It was a cop car? Yeah. They actually were able to steal a real Apparently. Life cop car. And then not get caught. Yeah. The cop car that pulled the guy over was so also weird. stolen. Okay. They'd stolen a cop car and they used it to pull over random people. I want to tell you a story. Good. That's (laughs) what we do here. But it's going to have some stuff. So we need to just have a conversation before we start this story. Okay. The story itself is horrible. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. But let's get that out of the way. Because I just don't want to deal with the horrible stuff. I want to deal with the idiot who did the horrible stuff. So here's the headline. This will give you some context. Utah mom files civil rights suit against bus driver who closed the doors and dragged her biracial son. That's the horrible part. That's the horrible part. So um, this bus driver is being sued because the mom believes that he dragged her child intentionally because he is biracial. And um, that's a whole separate lawsuit. And you can read that. Now, I do, I'm assuming the boy is fine. Yeah, it looks like he was fine. But had his like backpack broken, he probably would have gotten oh, run over, right? Yeah. So horrible story. Horrible, terrible, horrible story. The guy driving the bus, terrible, horrible person. Mm-hmm. And it gets worse. But I just had to share this because this is such a crazy, stupid, idiot thing. So when, um, you know, they asked him... Or when, you know, he was confronted with these charges, like you're, you the did bus this driver. out of racial animus, he said something which, frankly, earned him crazy stupidity at Stan status. Mm. In fact, he denied being a racist. Oh, geez. What did he say? He didn't say the thing that sometimes you hear people say. I have like, friends. I have a friend who's black, mm. so I'm not racist. No, Colleen, he said the following. Mm. I'm not racist at all. Look at my dog. He's as black as could be. No. No. Yeah. No. That's what he told reporters. No. When they confronted him with. N- no. The reality of this particular case. Okay, this He's guy. He's not racist because his dog is black. This is the dumbest man in the universe. I kind of feel like if you're driving a bus with a kid attached. 
to the point where it could have killed the child. Yeah. Yeah. You probably are the dumbest person. Oh, alive. my God. But I just could not believe that when I saw that. I was like, that is one crazy stupid And he needs idiot. to be called out for being so well, stupid. Well, and hopefully he's going to be held accountable in this civil uh-huh. rights lawsuit. Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway. So you think you've heard them all. No. Turns out you haven't. No. Kids fine. Oh, Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Um, we are going to Florida again. We're going to Burger King in Florida. Hi. I really could go for oh, a chicken God. sandwich. Right? I want a chicken sandwich, extra mayo, mm. and cheese. Yep, you like it with cheese, don't you? I want it with well, cheese. Mm, we don't want to go to this particular Campbell's. this particular Burger King in Largo, Florida, um, because this is the scene of the crime. This is where about. A few days ago, a 35-year-old woman by the name of Jamie Westcott mm-hmm. was arguing with the staff. Mm. Um, I'm not quite sure what the problem was. Maybe she wanted cheese on her chicken sandwich and they didn't give it to her. Okay. Maybe her fries were cold. I'm not it at happens. liberty to discuss Maybe what the actual issue was. Or onion ring box. No, that's the best, though. Oh, no, you want an onion ring in your fry box. You don't want it the other way around. Yeah. Correct. Well, I don't know what she was arguing about, but she was arguing and she when the staff asked her to please leave the restaurant, she refused to. So that's when the cops got involved. Uh oh. The cops showed up and they hauled her away because she refused to leave the scene and she was causing a disturbance. It was when they got to jail that they figured out maybe why she was so crabby. Turns out she had stored in nature's pocket. Seven syringes filled with drugs. What? In her lady pocket. You know, her front, you know. Her noonie? Her, yep. Nature's pocket. She had seven Seven drug filled syringes. Syringes. That doesn't, first of all, just tucked right on in there. I want to give that woman a round of applause because I don't know how she did that based on physics. But okay. Seven syringes. Also, I'm assuming there were caps on them syringes. I sure hope so. Yeah. I mean, I would be afraid to sneeze. Right. I don't know. One wrong move and whoa, I woo, that I don't think that's the G shot that you really oh, want. Okay. No, that is uh yeah. We don't know what kind of drugs it's a V shot were in her lady parts. Mm-hmm. But she was charged with misdemeanor possession of drug paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. No, I just love that word. Paraphernalia. Yeah, but nobody says paraphernalia. 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 Just like you don't say superfluous. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. What do you say? Superfluous. Well, fine. Superfluous. But you say all the letters. People just say superfluous. They're wrong. Like people say February and it's February. February. But it's okay. No. Yeah. Anyway. uh, Receipt. You don't say receipt. That's because it's a silent P. There's no such thing. Yes, there is. No. Shh, quiet. That's a bad word. Uh, she she was charged with misdemeanor possession of drug paraphernalia and resisting arrest. And that is uh, also a felony for introducing contraband into jail. So here's and what... into her lady bits. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I always wonder too, like when they find seven syringes in some uh, woman's nature's pocket, do they start looking at other pockets? Well, I think they kind of have like to. It's due diligence at that point. It's due diligence <laughs> for sure. Yeah, due, no, due diligence. I do feel like if you're getting in one pocket, you're checking them all. Yeah, because right? if you're bold enough to stick seven syringes down there, 
I'm going to need us to take a trip to the back door (laughs) just to make sure it's over there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's all kinds of other holes that you could check. I'm just saying. Okay, there's really not all kinds, but well, there's yes, like, you there's know, maybe a few more. One there, other one. There's only two hidden, really. Yeah. And then there's, you know, you got facial stuff. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is this. She shoved seven syringes In into, nature's, into nature's pocket and she got caught. And now we have to tell you about it. But what I love about this, did you see... What it said, <laughs> um, she said, uh, while refusing to identify them, <laughs> Westcott reportedly spontaneously uttered that she bleeped up. Mm-hmm. Well, she I did. bleeped up. Yeah, she did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you're honest. And then, mm-hmm. pew, 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 mm-hmm. pew, seven, seven syringes. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for us to play the throwback live. It's the yes! Friday edition. Things are going to get rowdy Friday. here on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.